0: in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie dot com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.
1: Welcome back to the Gigi over easy podcast episode 206. Whoa, Blue, looking good. I look. I got a fresh coat of paint on me. Uh, This episode of the podcast, we talk about a whole lot. We talk about Lethal Company. Uh, We talk about Thanksgiving, what we're thankful for. uh, You know, some food stories. I
2: don't. Rob. Thanksgiving hot takes. Rob. Black Friday.
1: Oh yeah, we got some Black Friday. We got some. uh, We talked about Thanksgiving hot takes. Rob, maybe he learns. He's not the best chef.
2: Mm, I mean, I didn't need to. I already knew that, but. I'm going to set, uh, now I'm going to step my game up. You know, Rob's, Thanksgiving is kind of where you should know how to do it.
1: Rob's food gave someone a spiritual awakening and not in the good way. <laughs> and
2: not a good and way. And
1: not in a good way. Uh, we talk a little bit about, uh, how we feel about black Friday, all the deals and stuff. Uh, we have a lot of Q and a, um, I think we also talk about, uh, there was one other thing we talked about and my brain's going
2: blank. Your rig your little new little guy here.
1: Yeah, we talk about the rig and probably something else that I'm forgetting at the intro, but hey, that's how it goes. And just kind of like whatever we feel like because uh, you know. Oh, we t- that's what it is. We talk a little bit of, about Mr. Furt's, uh incoming oh, return. return soon. Um yep. nothing concrete for the podcast everyone so don't freak out, but Mr. Furt did put out his first video. Uh his first, you Let's know, game go. his his first like, you know, gameplay video, fully edited video. Uh, in a couple months so go over there and support it. it go give that dude some love uh we talk a little bit about him his video how much fun the, uh everyone had recording with him again and yep a bunch of q a at the end so stick around enjoy the podcast
0: yeah <laughs> in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the GG Over Easy Podcast, episode two oh six. Thank you guys for being here. Um kind of a Thanksgiving episode, if you will. Um the, oh, the Thanksgiving.
1: Thankful,
2: yeah. Yeah. The most thankful. Um uh gg over easy uh that we have i'll just start off real quick blue very thankful for you and mr fruit you know you guys you guys give me um a place to be creative and have fun and you know i never thought we'd still be doing this eight years later when we started all those years ago and extremely thankful for the people that want to continue to listen and hang out during the podcast uh you guys are awesome hope you guys had a great thanksgiving um but this is, I'm going to start the Thanksgiving stories a little different. Um, I think this was the first year where Sydney and I hosted. My, my, oh. my stepmom and my dad came over. So it was only two people. So it was only Still, four. Still, this is your first time people. hosting. That's, that's pressure. Yeah. And like, you know, so it was a very nerve wracking type of thing. And we were excited to host. You know, Sydney loves hosting. Um, but there's a problem with Sydney and I. Um, you know, we don't have the auntie touch. You know what oh, I mean? You go, it's
1: first time you don't, you don't have the experience that season touch.
2: Yeah. And you know, Sydney and our lazy millennials, um, as boomers would probably like to call us. And we just went to Costco and like, Oh, they have like mashed potatoes that you just throw in the oven and you eat them up like that. Oh, there's a, like a hand that you can like, uh, throw in the oven. And, um, so I think this was the first Thanksgiving I've ever had where, and this is going to be like really sad. And Sydney and I like talked about it. So this isn't me blaming anybody why the food was bad or anything. This was like the first year I think Cindy and I agreed that our food was shit. <laughs> it, was, it was just not good. It, I mean, like it was just like missing something, you know, it was like almost like when you go to a Thanksgiving thing, but they're feeding 400 people. So the food is just, you know, like something that they can easily like, like it's make fine. And make. Yeah, it, exactly. It was like, this is all right. You know, it wasn't like the worst part, though, where I fucked up is Cindy buys a ham from Costco. But like, it's not like a ham where it's got ooh bitches. And it oh, looks no. I'm going to be honest. It looked like a giant piece of spam. Yep. Yep. So so she takes it out and then it has like this kind of like paper thing around it. And so she was like, "Do I take this off?" And I was like, "No, I think you keep that on to like kind of keep the juices and all that kind of stuff in there." So we we put the the ham in there and then my stepmom comes over and granted, you know, my stepmom's not like a chef or anything. She's actually pretty notoriously bad cook as well. So, you know, thankfully, we're cooking for somebody who also isn't a good cook. Unfortunately, my dad is just caught in the middle of it. Um, And we take out the ham and we're taking off like the parchment paper and the ham is still like, Ugh. it's not like warm. It's not like cold. It's just like ham. It's there. You know what I mean? It's just like alive and room temp type of shit uh so it was a not so great ham oh man but then my stepmom brings over like this i don't know she kind of went crazy with this weird turkey like it wasn't like a turkey i mean it was turkey but it was like he boned a turkey and then she put like this like kind of you know white people shit where they don't season it enough and they don't cook it long enough so it was like some of it was still kind of pink, but some of it was white. So it was like, oh, that piece still kind of looks all right. Like, I'll take that kind of piece. Um, and then, like, um, you know, the best part was the stuffing. And it was that bullshit stuffing. You just heat up butter and get it boiling. And then, you know, the stofers, you just look woop whoop, 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 whoop. Um, So that was, like, our best part of the Thanksgiving dinner. Um, and, you know, like, the best part about, like, Thanksgiving dinner, like, for me, at least. What I love about Thanksgiving dinners the most is the leftovers that you have left over. You know, I think, I think Thanksgiving food gets buffed when it's part of a leftover sandwich. You know what I mean? Like everybody will take the rolls, break a roll. You know, you get a, get the uh, mashed potatoes. You put a layer of the mashed potatoes on one side of the bread, another layer on the other. And then you get a piece of like, you get some gravy, layer that up with some gravy. And then you get some ham None of that is happening. We literally have no leftovers because our food was so mid. It wasn't bad. It was just a very... It was now, fine. Now, the conversation and hanging out with my parents and them telling, like, how proud they are of us, like, doing life and shit like that. Like, that was, like, the cool part, you know? Like, that was, you know, the part that I was excited for and the part that, like, you know, I took away from Thanksgiving. It would have just made Thanksgiving that much more better or, like, just better if... uh the food was actually okay. So I think next year, Sydney and I are going to try, at least I'm really going to try and step up my food. Game. Um, over the years, I'm going to like practice the craft. And I think the first craft I'm going to take on is mac and cheese. I've been seeing a lot of mac and cheese TikToks lately. Um, and not like TikToks. I, I scroll, I don't scroll on TikTok or right? I'm not exposing myself here. Um, I hate TikTok, but I just see TikToks through Reddit. You know what I mean? Because somebody will rip a TikTok off Reddit and just put it on Reddit. So that's, um, and somebody was making this mean, mean um, mac and cheese recipe. So I'm going to start over the years, start building up my Thanksgiving recipe. So next year, I come ready. Um, how was your Thanksgiving?
1: My um, Thanksgiving was pretty chill. Um, you know, it always starts a little bit with like uh, the person cooking uh being a little snappy with everyone, and then always. those snappy people getting snappy with the person cooking yep. uh and then it's always awkward so then I always go to my uh you know my corner of the room or something or like
2: my perch or like football's on so you can like you just and i'm like i'm of just gonna, you know, i'm gonna
1: be away from as that away from that as I can um but once that's over, uh it's very nice, you know the food was nice we had a pretty simple uh thanksgiving. Uh, some just good turkey. My mom knows how to make a good ass turkey, juicy ass turkey. When people tell me how mid turkey is, I'm like, you just haven't had a good turkey. Like, yeah. I don't know how to tell you. Like, you just haven't.
2: Someone's like cutting the turkey and just fucking it all Dry up. Dry as fuck turkey. Yeah. And you're like,
1: oh, turkey's so mid. It's like, yeah, because your turkey sucks, dude. Like, step it up. Yeah. Um, pretty really simple. We just had turkey, uh, some banger mashed potatoes, uh, some green beans. And the, uh,
2: does your mom do scratch does she uh, how does oh it's all she, she it's all
1: homemade so she's uh you oh, know yeah. Yeah. don't touch her on thanksgiving day because she will yeah. annihilate you oh uh, but it was simple. got the
2: sandals at the ready
1: oh chonkla mode ready dude <laughs> oh yeah mashed potatoes gravy green beans uh, i love her green beans uh they're like you know green beans yeah. with some almonds and onions and just
2: oh whoa
1: nice and stirred up and you know just mm, good pan fried green beans um uh, just some pumpkin pie uh pecan pie I really wanted apple this year but we didn't get it okay uh, mostly cuz I forgot to get it
2: i I'm I'm lazy. guessing the pies aren't homemade those are kind of pies are tough nah, to
1: make no nah, oh. no nah, oh. hell no way we make homemade pie we they, I used to but it's just so much work well, that's... and then like, you only have
2: one oven, you know what exactly, I mean? Then, like, exactly, exactly. And things need to be baked at different temps. And, yeah, so you know, usually... you the... only have so much room in the middle rack.
1: So usually the desserts have always been uh, store-bought, which is, like, I'm not going to fucking complain about store-bought pies. Yeah. Those shit, that bangs. Baking is a yeah. science, right? So it's like, store-bought desserts are usually usually bang pretty hard just because you yeah. know what exactly what you're getting and it tastes good. Um... um So it was, it was, it was was great. We had some tamales too and I shredded those and, uh, it was just, you know, I had a great time. It was, it was nice and chill. And once the food was done, I sat upstairs and I didn't do shit for the rest of the day. It was awesome.
2: You know what? Uh, you know how I know our food was very mid when, um, it was probably like 30 minutes after dinner. We're just kind of chilling, talking and, um, Sydney goes, does anybody want Jell-O? And my dad like perks up. Like, you have Jell-O? And it was like, yeah. And he's like, oh, my God, I love Jell-O. Motherfucker literally scoops like half the Jell-O bowl out and just started eating the Jell-O. I was like, yeah, our food was so mid. This dude's filling himself up with Jell-O right now. Um, oh, man.
1: He, was yeah. like, he wasn't He was quite full because he just he wasn't in it. Yeah,
2: he didn't want seconds. You know what I mean? Like, he did, yeah, he didn't like go one back. One of those things... Yeah, nobody did. Nobody went back. It was like, all right, I had my meal, and that was all right. He's like, like I'm Jello. Go yeah, and then finally he was like, some yeah. real food. It was like that, yo. I was like, he's like, you guys have Jello? Like, I'll eat that. And like, he looked, and then he gets back home. He's like, I forgot how much I love Jello. He's like, I'm gonna start making Jello again. So oh my
1: dad is, man, your food was so <laughs> mid that it, it made him rediscover his love for Jello. Man. Yeah,
2: dude, it was. You, your
1: food gave him the wrong spiritual
2: experience. Exactly, dude. Exactly. It uh, made him realize like that it's like jello's like the most simple dessert in the world. You literally like boil water, put it in a thing for like a 12 hours and then congratulations, you have jello. Um so we did not fuck up the jello, which is um uh, which is nice. Um bang. and my dad rediscovered his love um his inner child for his uh, jello. Hey. Cuz he was eating it. He was literally like Man, you used to have jello all the time when I was a kid. And it was like none of that while we were eating. I just, I know. Hey, you guys still knock the jello out of the park. All right. So, yeah, it's pretty hard to fuck up jello, though, you know, Um, unless you go at it too early. You got to let that shit set. You can't be too excited to eat the jello. The best way to make jello is make it at midnight for the next day. That's because then it rests while you're in sleep. And then you don't, you don't have like the urge to, you know, break it before it sets. Yeah, Um, yeah,
1: unfortunately, uh, as soon as my first play was done, I immediately went for a second. So, uh, you know, Rob, I don't want to I don't want to cut you down. But, you know, next year, just come ready. Come ready, baby. Yeah,
2: next year. Next year, Cindy and I will be there. We'll be ready.
1: And keep it simple. Um, Don't you know, don't do too much. That's what that's that's the theme this year was for my mom. She was like, I'm not going to cook that much. But the things I am going to cook. They're going to bang. I'm going to
2: knock it out the part. Yeah. yeah. And, like, unfortunately, this, like, the previous weekend, um, Sydney, had, Sydney and I had a Friendsgiving to go to, but I was sick, and I didn't want to go and, like, be the guy who's at the table, like, and, you know, like, sniffling, and, like, nobody likes that guy anymore. Like, pre-2020, you could go to, like, a function and be kind of sick, and people wouldn't care. Um, nowadays, if, like, I'm at a table and somebody, like, sounds like I do, I'm like, dude, get the fuck out of here. Like, why are you here? Um, and I, so I didn't want to be that for people. And let me tell you, the food there looked fantastic. Um, so next year for Thanksgiving, I will come correct. Uh, but this did get me, um, thinking blue. Um, do you have any Thanksgiving hot takes on the food? Is there anything that like people say like, oh, this is like the thing you have to have. But then you're like, nah, that's just, I see
1: any, I see tearless all the time of insane hot takes. I think the one that, it's not that I hate it, it's just that I guess my taste has never been there, is that I've just never liked stuffing. Wow. Okay. I've never been into stuffing. And maybe it's because okay. I'm just not like a red meat, like, enjoyer. Like, I'm not crazy on red meat, right? Like, the only, red, the only red meat I will stand hard is like a hamburger. You know what I mean? But beyond that, Ooh. I'm really not eating a lot of red meat. And... Mm. And my family would always, like, just shred the stuffing. Like, that was one of the first things that goes. People just yeah. love stuffing. And I just I just could never get into it. Like, maybe it's just me. But anytime people are like, oh, dude, stuffing S tier, I'm just like, is it? Is it though? Like, is See, it? for me, like,
2: stuffing is, like, S tier. I love, whether it's, like, a Stouffer's or somebody made some homemade one, like, that is what I get the most out of.
1: I think that I think that's my personal hot take. I, th- I think I'm okay. just stuffing is not stuffing just never hit for me. Um, do you like
2: cranberry sauce? Are you a, are you the guy that like gets part of the cranberry sauce out nah, of the can? Or, nah, okay, you
1: don't. nah, I've never liked cranberries. Nor do I really understand why cranberries exist. Uh, yeah. So uh, you know,
2: I mean, I'm with you on the Thanksgiving part of that. Like, I don't get cranberry sauce. Like, But I feel like that's like a very normal kind of Thanksgiving uh, take Is that why is cranberry sauce here? Like who thought that that was a good idea? And if you're the person that does like the cranberry sauce Kind of weird, sorry
1: I'm also not Um, crazy about corn Not crazy about corn Never been crazy about corn
2: Do you like corn on the cob? Or would you prefer it just Specifically
1: corn on the cob? I've never been crazy for I think corn on the cob is meh
2: yeah, the only thing I hate about corn on cob is the little things you get in your teeth. Um, and like I said, like I have a little, that little hole in the back of my throat or not the throat, uh, my like gums for where my wisdom teeth were, and sometimes a little bit of shit gets in there. I still have been dealing with some res that's in there right now. I've been fucking with my hole like for the past like yeah. three days because something is in there and I just can't get it. But it'll eventually come.
1: Uh, sweet um, potato casserole is another thing that I see a lot, and I've never had it. But I don't like sweet potatoes, so like people yeah, are like, "Oh I'm not a man, I fucking su- love sweet potato casserole," and I'm just like, "Damn, dude, like
2: why?" Sydney's a big sweet potato person. When they put like uh like marshmallow and shit like in a sweet potato, uh, I don't get that. Uh, I don't get that.
1: No, yes, no. I think I think one of my earliest memories of Thanksgiving was like uh yeah like I like that sweet potato with marshmallows with the toasted mar Nah, I was like, nah. I'm good yeah. man. I I'll just never do, I'll never eat that again.
2: Um also like what makes things c- casseroles? Like I don't like what is a casserole? Like what quali- like cuz like a green there's green bean casserole, there's cornbread casserole, there's like a casserole for fucking everything. And I'm never I I have never touched my mom's green bean casserole. She always used to make that. E- I right. ain't touched that. I have the definition here, Rob.
1: Okay. A casserole a kind of large deep pan or bowl used for cooking a variety of dishes in the oven it is also a category of foods cooked in such a vessel so it's not necessarily so it's not the food it's what's delivered it's more so the package it comes in whereas like a like a like a bowl or like a deep dish style
2: so if I served a cheeseburger in a casserole dish, would that be a cheeseburger casserole? I mean, yeah, it would, Even though it's just a cheeseburger in a casserole, then I would, you know, say grab. I don't know. Well, I
1: think it's more so know. the way you prepare it. Like, you could do, like, a hamburger-type casserole, but, like, it would need to fill the bowl. Like, it would need to... It's a deep-dish-style meal, you know what I mean? Or side, or... You know? So it's like it's like baking... It's it's like the stuff. It's like lasagna, except not lasagna. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're putting it all into this layered concoction of things that is either baked or something. Like mac and cheese, when people put it in a casserole dish. I mean, it could you could technically say it's a mac and cheese casserole, right? But like, yeah, because it's just mac and cheese, we don't really call it that. But yeah, it's it's more so it's more so it's more so the the arrangement of the dish. Oh. I would I guess I- is is what a casserole is though. So.
2: I learned something new today. Um, for me, what I think is the most important part of a Thanksgiving uh, dinner, which, you know, was something I was in charge of making. Um, I actually did make this from scratch. And by scratch, I mean, put the seasoning in the bowl and then kind of boil it and then whisk it a little bit. Uh, gravy. Uh, for me, oh man, um, yeah. I'm the guy that douses everything. My <sighs> ham has gravy on it. My mashed potatoes has gravy on it. My stuffing has gravy on it. My like, my bread has gravy on it. For me, like, gravy is Omega ST. Okay. Like, I think for me, th- there's nothing more important than the gravy.
1: Okay, this... This is... This is... This is a hot take. And I know it's okay. a hot take.
2: That's why I asked. This is why I'm I here for I think
1: gravy's 100. overrated as hell, man. What? I... I... It's another one of those things where people go straight for the gravy.
2: Yes. And, I'm one of those.
1: And... In my family, I see it all the time. Everyone's like, where's the gravy? Where's the gravy? Oh, they drink the gravy. And I'm just like I I have never been the type of person to ever like any type of gravy. And not it's not that I don't like it, it's just that I'm indifferent to it. Like yeah. I could care less if it's on my mashed potatoes or not. So I so yeah, gravy's just not I, I don't I don't stand gravy, you know what I mean? So sorry. Sorry, gravy enjoyers. I've just never been into gravy. I don't know why. I think it's just, I think it's my personal taste, right? Like, I'm... Like, are you, like, brown gravy, white gravy, or both? Any type of
2: gravy. Okay.
1: Any type of gravy. I, I can do white gravy sometimes, but I'm definitely not a big fan of brown gravy.
3: Pardon your regularly scheduled podcast listening for this short ad break.
2: Um so with Thanksgiving kind of behind us, we have the next holiday to look forward to, um which was uh technically yesterday and I guess today and goes till Monday kind of. Um Black Friday. Oh man. Dude. Now, from what I've seen, this is probably the most sorry Black Friday I have oh, probably dude. ever seen. Well, like I, e- every year it just gets worse and worse. Yeah, the
1: deals are so ass and then like this is also one of those years like nobody wants to spend money cuz it's just been an ass economic year for everyone and yeah. And it's like I've I've spent so much money traveling this year like I don't have money for Christmas gifts. And Amazon's over here like, "Oh, what? get $50 off a of TV." It's like so great, man. That's great. That's so great. Uh, I'm not
2: spending but money. But like are the deals even like worth it? You know what I mean? Like I saw I saw a Reddit post, okay? And it was like kids that are like sixteen, seventeen, um that like ten years ago were too young to experience what like actual Black Friday used to be
1: Oh dude be. You know what I mean the absolutely demented Black Fridays we used to have. Which Did you I'm... ever do
2: real Black Fridays or no? Like uh, you kinda...
1: I, I would go after the storm like I would go to see like what was left y'all Black Fridays, for those of you who are growing up now, back when I was like Dude, this is—I feel 15, so old. Back 14, when I was like, yeah, like, like, uh, like my late years ago, my late teens, my early twenties, like Black Fridays were just demonic. That most diabolical cesspool of human scum just running through the stores to get everything, and it was—it it looked like a looked like a fucking war zone, dude. So. For years, yeah, I would just go and see like what the aftermath looked like, and it's maybe, maybe you know, maybe someone hadn't picked up something, and I would usually get a couple of good things, you know. Yeah. Um Man, it was diabolical, and I Do feel think- like it's because what? of how much better the deals were back then, and also okay. the rise of online shopping has made it a lot easier. Like well, Cyber was, like, Monday and Black Friday are basically the same thing now.
2: Like do you think it's the deals that have changed, or the American kind of shopper has changed, that we don't like go into the store? I mean, like I have seen so many videos of people like going to Target and it's like, Samsung LED TV, 499, Black Friday sale, and then they like pull back like the like price of the TV where it would have the normal price, and it says, like 499. like there's no sale at all. So you're saying it's more so that the sales aren't good enough to make people like get I up think and go to both. the stores.
1: I think it's both. I think it's two prong problem. I think one, the stores aren't getting the profit margins they quite used to, especially like, like, like places like Walmart and target. Um, and you know, general stores really haven't been like breaking records lately. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so they don't want to discount things too hard. Um, Amazon, amazon is one of those where it's like consistently pretty decent deals uh and so so many people just order from amazon now right so you have less and less people going into these stores looking for deals and then at the same time like the past couple years have just been really bad for everyone monetarily um and it's it's just a 2 prong, 2 prong. like stores don't want to discount stuff people don't want to spend stuff on things that aren't like that great uh you the rise of online shopping has made it even more and more easy for people to just not go out and like stores are not going to discount stuff like directly online as hard as they would like in store things most of the time i would say in my experience but maybe that's changed but yeah like the the discounts just aren't that great anymore to like go in like for me to go into a store and say i gotta get this deal it's more so like eh browse online
2: oh huh, that looks pretty you good you think they need to change that like all the deals are exclusively like in stores because there is something like cool about like lining up outside a store and you know fighting the woman next to you for a i'm kind of glad a... we're,
1: i mean i'm very glad we're not there anymore but i would say you know, the in-store deals have definitely not They've definitely fallen behind the online you know the 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 normalization of online shopping so it's it's a hit and miss, you know. I think yeah. I think stores just don't really put out deals like they used to. Um and and also the thing is like there's so much less importance on like the day of because a lot of stores now are just putting in like their deals like over the month of November, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like instead of just being like, Oh, Black Friday starts now, it's more like, uh yeah, Black Friday all month, which I think is also good. But it's not to say you can't get some nasty ass deals, right? But yeah, especially with like new shit, like very new shit, like back in the day, that shit would actually be discounted.
2: Yeah, like but the now, new iPhone fifteen, like you like the new shit, that. like that's just not getting yeah.
1: discounted. Like that's, that's not happening. So
2: yeah and i actually have a stat here blue uh, actually pretty surprising shoppers spent an estimated 7.3 billion online through 6 30 p.m Dude, eastern on yep, black friday yeah a 7.4 percent increase compared to last year it's all so, on, you know, online
1: just easy man. like even if the deals aren't that great right like it's something and it's online i don't have to get out of my house for it like i'm just gonna i don't it, it's like it's a convenience thing right like if i have to go into the store to get a 10 percent off deal but i can get like an 8% off online or even a seven and a half percent off online. just going to
2: do it online, baby. Like I'm not going to go out of the store and do that shit. People are crazy. I'm the type of person. I see like, I like, like I like online shopping for the convenience, but I hate online shopping because of just the fact that like, I'm a tangible person, you know, like, Oh, like this is $2. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, I'm going to buy this now because I have it now and I saved $5 on it rather than buying this online, saving $5 and then having to wait three to five days to get it shipped to me. That's so the- here's,
1: so here's where me and fruit, if fruit was here, he would like, he would be hella, he, the solidarity with me. There's something way more satisfying about getting your packages and opening them at home than going to the store and getting something really yeah i don't know how to describe it but like rarely do i go to the store i haven't like gone to and be like oh my god what a fucking steal man like oh my god years years whereas i always have like when i open a package from somewhere i'm like i know what this is and then i get to rummage through it and i'm like that's it that's exactly what i wanted so i'm not the type of person who's like adventurous about what i want to get like i know what i want to get When I look at it and view it online, I already get the chance to research it with no pressure. And so when it gets to me with no pressure, I have exactly what I want in my hands. I get to open it like a present and I'm very giga happy because there's just something that gives me serotonin, like getting a package at my front door, bringing it in and opening that shit. Like I don't know how to describe it. And so that's also a reason why, i'm just not going into stores for like these 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 deals man like i just don't really yeah. need to
2: yeah i mean it's it's funny that you see like younger generations the uh the zoomers camping out of a target to just try and get the essence of what black friday kind of used to be i thought that that was really funny and kind of wanted to pick your brain there's about- definitely
1: some stores that still give deals that are good enough for that but it's 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 just I don't know, especially with tech and shit like the 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 field that we're in, just yeah. not quite as like they don't they don't like You're never gonna see a, a
2: Sony PS5 discounted two hundred bucks. Oh yeah, oh no, nah, like dude, that, you know?
1: fifty dollars max, and that's that like, is generous for for Sony. You know what I mean? So
2: I'm gonna look up a PS3 Black Friday. Oh, it's that's just Friday. gonna be
1: discounted.
2: I'm going to see if, no, I'm going to see, like, if back in the day they had, like, some sort of article that was like, hey, PS3s used to be $500, you can get it for $300. That
1: that would be interesting to see.
2: Like, just kind of what things were discounted back then um, in terms of Black Friday. I don't know. And then, like, like, you said, I think the biggest issue is that they do these Black Friday sales the whole month of November. Like the allure of, like, oh, I'm saving, you know, on I'm gonna save up to this specific date because that's when I know I'm gonna get the best deals. Well, it's going on all of November essentially at most places, because you know. I think
1: it's good. I think I think that is a good approach to it because, like, man, uh-huh. as much as much as like the the Black Friday like videos were like, holy shit, that's crazy! Like people are crazy. It's like the fact that we have put less and less importance on the day ofs is it has definitely one helped retail workers because my god retail workers yeah. are still going through hell trust me still going yeah. through hell maybe it's not as bad as it was but they still go through hell so i would rather have less chaotic less importance put on these days and more so on you know like the- the Mondays, the Fridays, the the whole weekends, like Cyber it. Monday,
2: like I, that's like kind of another reason. Yeah, keep why it, Black keep it,
1: is. keep it, you know, keep it fairly level, so the retail workers don't want to blow their brains out after a shift. You know what I mean? So,
2: yeah, like uh here's a Cyber Monday deal for a uh, Oculus Quest, um, seventeen percent off. It was three hundred dollars. Now you can get it for two fifty, and you get a fifty dollar gift card with it. But I don't see like even that like doesn't get me out of my seat. You know, like exactly, if that was like exactly if that was like 30 or 40 percent like maybe. But like, you know, 17 doesn't get me all hot and bothered.
1: Yeah, I'm like, that's cool. But like, I'm not I'll get that. Online. And
2: that's what I think and that's what I think Black Friday used to be. It was like, holy shit, this thing that like I could never really get. I could kind of get now and like justify it where nowadays it's like ah, like that's still kind of expensive for that. Like I'll be all right. Yeah,
1: so I I I I think it's good. I think it's good the way it is now. It's a little more chill. It's not that bad. Like it's you know, the deals might not be as as, as good, but I don't think that's like to do necessarily with with like the quality of of Well, I mean, I, I I how do I describe it? It's definitely not as big especially this year from what I'm I've seen at least, maybe I mean like, these are still huge
2: days, right? I mean, it's up 7%, so it's still, like... these alive. are still
1: huge days. These are still huge sales overall. Because, like, even if it's a little bit of a sale, like, it's still a sale. People are going to take advantage of
2: it. Yeah.
1: But, economy's tough. Uh, You know, discounts aren't quite as deep because the economy's tough. And so... And because of that, it's, it makes it even easier to just shop online, so...
2: Um... Well, glad to pick your brain uh, about the uh, whole Black Friday thing because I was just curious about it. It's just, I just remember back in the day it just being crazy. Back in the day it um, was
1: crazy shit.
2: So um, last week, Blue, um, we went over our game awards um, and um, our nominees and all that kind of stuff. And I think there has been a game that has taken over um, oh, I would say the yeah. gaming space uh, for the past probably week i would very say recently a, very recently yeah, yeah i would probably say the past like i think the first time i saw it was about a week ago right after maybe we recorded the podcast um lethal company is a horror i i mean yeah like it is horror um you know what i um it's like a horror game where you and four friends uh basically go to random planets in your spaceship and collect scraps of metal um, from randomly generated buildings. And think of the buildings as almost like... Um, what do they call those, like, loonier spaces or something like that, where it looks like... Oh,
1: liminal. Liminal spaces. Yeah.
2: It, imagine, like, it's a liminal space of, like, vents and...
1: You're um, in some back
2: rooms type shit. Yeah. And you're just kind of looking for scraps of metal to meet your quota for the next five days and when you meet your quota you do it again and you do it again until you don't meet your quota and you lose um but the catch is there's random like almost what's the what are those like weird creepy pastas called back in the day? like sp oh uh, cryptids
1: cryptids sure or like scp
2: then, uh that's, that's a good one yeah scp just like weird creepy pasta type creature humanoid buggy type things that just will randomly spawn and just kill you but it's not like scary it's like hilariously funny but also scary at the same time
1: Horror like it's, comedy that is all it's just it like the circumstances just cause hilarious, hilarious interactions with the game.
2: Yeah. And for, to put it in perspective for somebody that is like, I don't like horror games. Um, Mr. Fruit actually just uploaded his first video back today. And it was from our play session about three days ago uh, of lethal company. And let me tell you that video he has only scratched the surface of the content we got in our like four hour playthrough. Uh, me uh, versus Dado and Christian uh, decided uh, we were going to play it, and we only thought we were going to play it for about an hour or two. Uh, we ended up playing for like four hours, and had a blast the entire time. Um, it is one of those games that proves you don't need a triple A budget to have people have fun in your video game. Um, have you played it yet, Blue? I haven't played it. I've
1: seen so many funny clips of it, but I'm pretty excited because we're play, doing, a, doing a session tonight. So
2: Yeah, we're doing a session here in probably like five hours. This is on a Saturday. Um, so um, I'm sure you can go back into the VOD and watch it. Um, but I'm really excited for it because um, uh, in the base game, it's normally only four players. But um, this game has a great modding community. And thankfully, the devs are very open to the modding community as well, which is a good thing. And the uh, mods have introduced bigger plate, uh, like bigger lobbies, a um, little bit of bug fixes and all that kind of stuff. Um, so, Bryce is gonna help us setting up with that today. And we're gonna have probably like a seven to eight person lobby today, uh, which will be kind of fun too. Cause what I really like about it is it takes advantage of the Prox Chat. Um, and I think Prox Chat is what really makes the game a lot of fun too is like you can have somebody just kind of walking around looking like, I don't know what the hell's going on. And then you see a dude in a hazmat suit. And another thing the game has going for it is just the animations look ridiculous. So when someone's running out, it's not like someone's like, let's get out of here, guys. It's literally like the the little models literally run like, like it is, it's just a great time. If you have any amount of friends that want to try this or have any sort of interest, and you're the one that's like, I don't really want it's only ten dollars okay ten dollars gets you a gordita crunch meal at taco bell these days okay Dip out on the gordita crunch for a day and get lethal company it is without a doubt i think we'll see it on the game awards next year for like one of the best party games and i think it'll win
1: it's, it's crazy to see how quickly a game can blow up and I think it's dope. The game looks really fun. I always love seeing independent games just, like, take the world by storm because they're so creative and, like, they just bring something to the table that other games haven't. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's sick. I'm excited to play it. I'll probably have more thoughts on it next week, but...
2: And here's here's my bold prediction for Lethal. I swear to God I'm making this prediction, okay? I know Five Nights at Freddy's was a very polarizing thing when it came out, you know, as it, when it first started it was like it got hot word of mouth and all of a sudden this lore kind of came behind it and all that kind of stuff. I think we'll see the same thing with this Lethal Company. I do. I think we'll see like people making lore's about what they're doing and somehow find some sort of weird story that's going on behind this and it'll make some sort of crazy fandom. I think Lethal Company will have the same kind of fandom that 5 Nights at Freddy has. I think it's the perfect kind of game. Where you and your friends can play together, and it's going to have all these creepy pastas. And I'm not—I swear to God—in the next month, you will see that guy, a uh, video game theory guy. I forget what his name is. Um, it's just a game theory. That guy, he'll make a video on it. have this whole and polarizing thing. Over the years, over not even years, probably over the next couple months, I think you'll see Lethal Company stay fresh, stay fun, and people are still going to, believe it or not. I don't I think it's that fun that it'll be something that people will come to um, over, kind of like what you see with Phasmophobia, but I think it'll stick around way longer than Phasma. It, it's a blast, and I, I'm really excited to play with you tonight. I think you'll have a lot of fun.
1: Hey, I'm ready for it, baby. And um, Mark, also, Mar- Mark, Mark Rob's words here. You know,
3: yeah, we'll see, we'll I'm telling you,
2: it's gonna have it's gonna have that same kind of Five Nights at Freddy' type of fandom behind it, and people making all sorts of weird, creepy pasta lore shit with it. And then the the devs are gonna be like, "Holy shit, we gotta like roll with this," and they're gonna roll with it. Um, so yeah. Um, and speaking of Mr. Fruit, um, yes, guys, Mr. Fruit is back. Um, officially uploading back onto his channel now. If you didn't watch his video, um, I kind of talked about it last podcast. Um, we don't want Christian to feel like he has to rush into a million different things. So he will return to the podcast at some point. Just don't know when in it. Um, uh, last a little bit before we do some Q and a here. I don't know if you saw this blue, but there are new GTA six leaks today. Um, from what I saw, um, it didn't look like a whole lot. It still looked like a bunch of debugged footage. Um, but there is new, um, and I say new, Um, In quotes, because who knows how long ago this was taken and stuff like that. But there is some GTA leaked footage uh, walking around. Now, does it look good? No, because it's like literally like a GTA character standing in an uh, empty world with random walls. And they're testing, like, what happens when he jumps into a wall? You know, like, dev shit. Um, You know, it's not like, oh, my God, these are the three characters. And this is what the story is about type of leak. No, it's just like the end.
1: Yeah, um, um I feel like I see these leaks all the time. This one do look pretty I mean, pretty close to so like debug shit, but it is crazy how it's just crazy when we think about how long ago five came out. Like dude, we were babies when it came out.
2: Yeah, I mean I was uh I was in I was a freshman in high school um when it came. Um and, oh no, freshman in college. And it still had one of the biggest video games. I think, like, it gets swept under the rug about how bad it was. But at the time, it was one of the worst online releases of a video game ever. GTA Online, when it first came out, was fucking garbage. It was so bad. The things we were promised then are the things we have just now, eight years later. Um, So I remember that being a big disappointment. So hopefully when GTA 6 comes out, that's not a thing. I doubt it will be. Because they have. I don't think they're ever the going to be. I don't think they're. I think it's going
1: to be one of the same deals where they they can't truly replicate how crazy GTA Online has gotten until like a couple years in. You know what I mean? So. Because, yeah. yeah, six. I mean, Fives Online was really mid when it came out. And it eventually oh, got to the point man. where it's, you know, it's this massive game that still has so many people playing it. Yeah. Like all these years later. Like, I'm talking, like, I think. I think at any given time you go on the Steam charts, it's got like at least 100,000 people playing it still. Right? So... Yeah. And it's... I I still think they're going to... I think they know they're not going to replicate it. Nor do they need to. As long as like they stick with it. And plus like they still have so much revenue from GTA Online coming in. Because like not everyone's going to hop right on to 6. So... But I mean I think for most people as well like it's just a it's just one of those Rockstar sandbox games that has you know changed the way gaming looks and six I mean Rockstar takes a long time on their games for a reason like they they're always trying to yeah. push what they can do in a game so so I'm excited just for the base game just for the just for the story of it I'm sure the story is probably going to be some weird <sighs> a drug lord uh you know I've heard of Lisa
2: as being a single mom of like one of the characters being like a single mom, which yeah, I think be would be kind of cool. sick. Yeah, but, really
1: uh, yeah, the main game is probably gonna be sick as sick and they probably do some cool shit with it. And eventually they, I'm sure the online's going to be mid as hell when it launches, but it's rockstar. And especially with how big GTA online is, there's absolutely no way they don't put a massive effort into make GTA sixes online. will have the longevity that fives So Yeah.
2: Which be cool. Um, anything else we wanted to touch on before we did uh, some Q and i
1: I'm sure all of you noticed I do have a little bit of fresh kind of paint on right now. Uh, oh, my uh, my my little. Uh, I have just noticed you. My penguin model. Uh, other other side, other side. Oh, there, uh, there you go. Whoa. Uh, this is uh this 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 is a new well the 2D version of the model. We're working on the rigging right now. Uh, so we did talk about it a little bit.
2: So for a VTuber noob like me, what is the difference, obviously, 2D and 3D? With 3D, would that mean, like, if you move this way, your VTuber model would be able to see, like, his shoulder and stuff, or, like...
1: So, like, uh, like 3D is 3D, right? Like, that's that's crazy. I don't have the funds to do that. But, like, live 2D is basically, like, where the, the model will morph and, like, still move around based on, like, my, you know, the tracking yeah. on my face or something or my body. So, like, my character will eventually, like, you know... I'll be moving my hands around, I'll be moving my face around, like the perspective will change a little bit. It'll yeah. give the illusion of perspective changing. And it'll be really cool. Uh we've been working on this for a while over here at the GG Easy podcast. I have something cool uh yeah. to for for me to be a little more visually uh interesting. You guys can see like my face and stuff. But right now, uh this is the base model. So uh eventually this this thing will be animated and cool. Yep. Yeah. Uh but for the time being, yeah, just my mouth be opening and I'd be moving just a little bit.
2: And uh, it's a big shout out to the Patreon supporters. We could not have done this literally without the Patreon supporters. Um, this was all because of you guys. Um, so big shouts out to the people that go above and beyond and support the podcast and help us do things like this and give you guys a better kind of visual um, stimuli, if you will, um, when it comes to the podcast. And I'm very excited for you, Blue, because I know you've been very, very excited for uh, your model. and. I hope this kind of put some wind in your sails and, you know, maybe do your own type of streaming and stuff like that with it. So, um, yeah, uh, really happy for, really happy that it turned out great.
1: I'm excited. It's going to be dope. Shout out to Kara Momo. They're working on, they did the model and they, uh, uh, they're doing the rigging. So uh, hopefully, uh, sometime next month, uh, I'll have, a yeah, you guys, you guys can see, uh, this, uh, this thing be nice and animated. So it'll be cool.
3: Pardon your regularly scheduled podcast listening for this short ad break.
2: Uh, first question here from Crystal uh, says the Dream Team just signed a movie deal. What would the name of it be, and which celebrities would you choose to play all of you?
1: Oh man, well that's pretty easy for me. Everyone and their mom. I still see the Michael Sarah joke so often, man. So that's I already I already know that's gonna work. Um. For me, it'd be funny if like Rob. Konkowski I like Pete or Davidson. Something.
2: Pete Davidson's a great one. I think Pete Davidson would be pretty good. Just kind of have him with like some shaggy hair and um, you know, just an angry stoner kid. You know, I don't want his um, accent to
1: change either. Just have the same accent.
2: Yeah, like whatever. Like have me be from Jersey, I don't give a. F- Mr. Freak um, can like
1: probably be played by The Rock or something.
2: Yeah, like Henry Cavill or. That's Uh, such an over
1: the top casting for Fruit. Just have, but it would be so funny. I feel like our casting should be like the parodies are what would make it funny. Just having Fruit be an absurdly just massive Titan beast, Henry Cavill playing him would be awesome.
2: Um, and the name of it is um, Finding the Dream. Uh, Finding that's
3: I come up with.
2: That's little... Oh no! Wait. All of a sudden, that sounds very uh, that
3: sounds roomy.
1: Uh,
2: I was uh, all right. Yeah, uh. I want to be associated with with a uh, with dream. Um, um.
3: Um. Exploiting seven. Oh no, not that. Um. Hmm. Uh. I I can't think of a name. You think of a name? All right, it's got kind of classic. I have a reference to what we've done before.
2: Destiny Two. Oh,
1: shut
3: the up! The movie.
1: <laughs> the the
2: movie.
1: It would be the, the dream of destiny. Something so stupid and generic that would be kind of funny. But oh uh, no, I can think of something good. I can think of something good. Hold on, hold on. I got. It's on the tip of my tongue. Uh. Uh. Uh yeah, never mind. I lost it. Damn, I don't know. A title that's impossible, man.
2: If I can think of it, I'll I'll go back to it. Um Colby asks, uh, do you guys think you would ever release a song together? Um, like a parody song or something like that. Yeah, I've actually uh messaged Shark recently and said if he needs any features on oh, his man. um his uh Christmas are we album.
1: getting another sh- it's been more shark the last time shark put out a Christmas album alright I want you guys to know I haven't uploaded my YouTube in a long time the last time shark did a Christmas album was before that I've been beaming to get on a shark feature in one of his Christmas albums dude I hate it
2: he needs to yeah
1: get together shark honestly man get together
2: um, yeah, so that would probably be the only way is you would see me, Mr. Fruit, and Blue somehow featured in Shark's Christmas album. Um, Lee says, What is one soda that you guys will never drink? Uh sparkling water. Root beer. That's considered a soda.
1: I just can't do root beer. I've never been a fan. Really?
2: Like barks or mug? No, nah, I'll throw
1: that shit up. I will spit root beer out, my guy. Easy. Damn.
2: See this is the problem with me. I love all sodies except for like diet See like I don't consider diet sodas actual sodas. Like a soda is like what the main like Sprite, Dr Pepper, Coke. Like those are like a soda. So like for me a soda like there is no soda that I, I wouldn't try. Yeah, it's just um, root beer for
1: me. I I will I will spit that shit out.
2: Like I guess like yeah, my I, I I don't discriminate when it comes to sodas, unless they're like diets or zeros or anything like that, because those aren't sodas. Um, and then ah. like, I would say like I would say like Perrier, but that's not a soda either. That's like a fake soda. Um, I mean, it's,
1: it's mineral sparkling mineral water. Like I mean, the attention like the is bubbly not to bullshit. Be, like I'm oh not come drinking. on, that shit bangs. Like, uh, yeah.
2: You're toxic. Rose. You're toxic. Um, um, I guess RC Cola, but I would like still drink that. I would I still like, yeah, I would still like, drink I RC. I would still get down on an RC Cola. Like I don't have any soda in the crib right now, and it's snowing really bad, which would have to force me to drive in the snow, which I don't want to do to go get sodies. Um but yeah. Um I'm trying to think of a soda that I guess seven up, but I would still drink seven up. Like you I gotta think like, you
1: you you gotta you gotta be what's the one soda you won't drink? And if you don't have one, then I mean just say I'll drink any soda.
3: I think i would drink any soda.
2: Yeah, I mean there is like an apple flavored soda that I'm not a fan of, but like You still drank it. And you would still drink it. I still it again. drank it. And I still would. Like if someone walked down here right now and was like, Hey, I have this soda, do you want it? I'd be like, <laughs> like I really would. <laughs> like I, Rob I, doesn't discriminate
1: alright
2: I fucking love sodies uh, Lumberlord uh, says for Rob as a CS player uh, what are Valorant's main strengths and what are it's main weak uh, for me um, I hate like the abilities like for me like when I'm playing an FPS like a tactical FPS it's hard for me to take it fucking seriously when a dog is chasing me to the left and I can't you know I can't turn away from a flash or you know omen just tp'd on the fucking map and i have to know where he tp'd in this 1v1 so like oh me and omen are in this 1v1 on b side. oh he just teleported to a and now i gotta run all the way to a and by the time he already planted by the time i get there it's already halfway through the plant um just shit like that and then like the the big problem i have is anybody can throw perfect utility And the the issue with that is you can watch Valorant champs and see this new smoke lineup that or not even lineup, just this new smoke that everyone's throwing and you can throw it perfectly every time. It doesn't matter if you're in bronze, silver, gold, plat, high, whatever that that smoke is there in every level. Okay, when you're playing CSGO. You know, not everybody knows how to throw window smoke on Mirage. So if you're playing silver low elo in Mirage, the chances of you seeing lineup smokes are very low, you know, because they people have to take time to go out and practice those sorts of things. You got to go into a deathmatch lobby and do a smoke lineup lobby. And oh, um, okay, on my flash, if I line up the circle in the flash onto this stone, this is where a perfect pop flash happens. You don't see any of that sort of nuance in, um, Valorant now people may be going well actually Rob uh, Viper can throw those type of smokes well that's why Vipers not played in high levels because they have that one that can just go into the sky and go I'll smoke there I'll smoke there and it, it the competitive edge just isn't there that that, that that's why I don't like now the strengths of it um, is Riot. you know Riot really gives a fuck about Valorant Um it has a healthy player base. Uh oh, another bad thing about it um, is the spray control. There's no the spray control is always different. It's always random, which encourages, you know, the tappy kind of style, which is kind of what you see with <coughs> excuse me. What you kind of see with uh Valorant is those quick, snappy kind of shots wherein uh, CSGO, what I think is really cool is spray control and spray transferring and stuff, which you will never see in Valorant. And if you do, it's 100% luck in the player saying that. It's just like, yeah, I pulled down to the left and I got lucky. Because um, it's all random and it's stupid. Um, another thing about uh, Valorant, which I think is a positive, is... Yeah. <laughs> Next question. Okay, I will say, uh, Valorant has a great ranking system in the sense that their matchmaking, and this and this is still a big problem in CS2, which I said, if this is a big problem in CS2, no one's going to fucking play CS2, is that the matchmaking in um, Valorant is very good. You know, if a pro wants to play um, against other pros, they just queue matchmaking. You know, the chances of running into cheaters and all that kind of stuff is pretty low um their anti-cheat is pretty decent the problem with their anti-cheat though is like you have to literally download it and it's literally running constantly and always watching um it might have changed since i last played um, but i remember that being a big kind of thing with their anti-cheat um yeah that is kind of what i'll say about valorant i the problem with valorant though is as more and more agents are brought into the game You know, the first agent was like, oh, I'll throw a little computer over here and I can see where you walk. Nowadays, it's I fucking go into the sky and I throw fucking smokes everywhere I want to go and I'll TP on a 1v1. You know, this is a tactical shooter and a team shooter, but oh, you're in my ultimate. Now we're just 1v1ing in this fucking dome. Like Like, it's insane. Too much for my boomer mentality to keep up. Um aloud says biggest biggest TV show hot take. I got one. Better call Saul season one through two is some of the most boring TV ever. Like it is some of the most slow burning uh television I have ever watched. Now I've heard as you get into season three, four, five, and whatever, uh it's good. Uh better call seasons one through two are so boring.
3: Um I'm going to...
1: Yeah. All right. I'm ready for the heat. I'm going to get in the comments on this one. Oh, I hope you guys are ready. The Legend of Korra is better than Avatar The Last Airbender. And I mean that shit with all my heart, baby.
2: Okay. So, but I will ask you, Blue. Did you see the trailer for the latest one? What did you think?
1: I actually like the trailer. I... And I would like to say, I don't think... Avatar: Last Airbender is bad. I think the original series is one of the greatest TV shows of all time. That being said, you just think the depth of Korra. That being said, Korra is way better. I think Korra season two did did stumble, you know, and I think Korra season two stumble is why people think Korra sucks. But Korra season one, peak. Korra season three, just just clears clears everything. Cora season four, you know, not quite as good as three, but I would still say Cora season four was great. Yeah. You don't talk about season two. Was... Season two was rough,
2: but I would say as thought... a whole, Cora is core is better. I did think Bloodbending bending was really cool. I think if that's what it was called, right? Blood bending. Like, yep. Yeah, I thought that was a really cool.
1: And that being said, uh, the trailer for the new uh, for live action actually looks really good. Maybe I'm coping. Ooh. But I, I thought it looked really good. I sent it to Fruit, and Fruit was like, dude, are they cooking? I, th- I think they're cooking, man. So I'm excited for it.
2: Um, Slippy Fist says, What is your movie or TV series of the year so far? P.S. The Last Airbender trailer looked pretty sweet.
1: It, it did.
2: Um, my t- I'll do both TV series in 20- You know what I've been hearing great things about that I need to watch? But first of all, it's on Apple TV, which is, like, tough. Cause, but I've heard everything on Apple TV is really good. Um, Monarch Legacy of Monsters about Godzilla, I've heard that's actually really good. I've seen a lot about it. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, I haven't either. Um, okay, but my TV series of the year would probably be, it's going to be a Normie kind of answer, The Last of Us. Um, what a fucking show that was. Um, and again, I said it last week. I think it all kind of falls down to, like, just the the walls it broke in terms of being you know a video game franchise and it just being its own franchise and like people going like wow this is really good I really like this wait this is a video game um so that would be um my um TV series of the year my movie of the year another normie answer um I have probably two um Dungeons and Dragons um one of the funnest movies I've watched all year and had a blast watching it. The- time um and then i would say um oppenheimer uh would be my other movie
1: uh, my show of the year right now is actually loki uh the new season Ooh. loki was amazing um that's good to hear because that means like marvel still kind of has it like i was i was i actually didn't start it at first because i'm so marvel fatigued because it's been so mid lately and i was like you know what loki i appreciate you thanks for thanks for thanks for keeping the peak going you know um as far as movies this year uh,
3: that's so tough because i haven't really like
1: i don't think there's anything that's really like really stuck with me that like really made me say like oh dude amazing um i guess by default, like, the best movie so far that I've watched is probably Oppenheimer. So I guess that's it, but, like, I don't... Oppenheimer was great, right? But for me, Oppenheimer, like... I don't know. It just, like... I, I was kind of interested in, like, seeing how they dr- they dramatized, like, the creation of the nuclear bomb. And there was, like, a lot of, like, stuff behind the scenes versus, like, actually making the bomb. You know what I mean? And yeah. so like by the time we get to like drop of like them testing it, it's like, Oh, the bomb's done. And I'm just like, what? I don't know. I was kind of hoping, I was kind of hoping they got more into the nitty gritty, like the more science shit, the more like,
2: like, the more of them making
1: it, like the more of that, like, you know, like the scientists like really coming together and like talking about how they make it like the assembly of it, you know, like I thought we were getting more of that and I, I didn't need a lot of it, but like, I feel like that reason is why I just, it really focused on the the psyche of the scientists. And I think that's great, but it kind of took me out a little bit because we got to the res, We got to the climax of the movie and I was like, Oh, like damn. uh, Okay. So that's the only reason why I'm not, I wasn't, I wasn't crazy.
2: Um, As the honorable mention for TV series, it came out December 22nd, 2022. So it kind of falls in the 2023 line. Um, Alice in Borderland. It's on Netflix. It's a um, Japanese uh, show um, about almost kind of like Squid Game's like, but way deeper. Um, And that's kind of all I'll say. So you guys should watch Alice in Borderland if you're into that. Wait, what's
1: wrong with me? No, the best movie of the year. It's not even close. It's across the Spider-Verse.
2: Oh, you like so Okay.
1: The reason that didn't stick with me is because it's like a... That was like a bridge to the next movie. So... (laughs) That was like such a like... You know, like a... Like from... From the first one, it was like... We got a resolution ASAP. Like we got a resolution... Like we started the movie, we got a resolution. Whereas this one is like... This one definitely felt like a bridge into
2: yeah which which i
1: expected but
2: yeah unfortunately i saw spider-man when uh, they hadn't fixed their audio yet so it was still kind of muffled and like quiet and stuff but then like i know they had like a patch like three days later um but because that was like my only complaint about that movie that it was kind of quiet um at least in my theater it was because like i never had to like really like like really listen to a movie like that, but yeah. Uh, chapter four, bang two.
1: Now that I'm thinking about it, uh, John wick. Oh, I still like Donald it. It came out so long ago though. So it wasn't like quite as recent, it wasn't fresh in my head, but I think it's across the spider.
2: Um, Halcyonic says, what is your least favorite condiment? You know, I used to say mayonnaise, but I think as I've grown older, I've liked mayonnaise a little bit more and more um and you know and i think as i grow i think i'm starting to hate ketchup more but i don't think that's my least favorite i would probably say relish i don't get it i don't like relish i can't say i can't say i
3: hate any condiment Uh, let me think about this i don't i I can't say like i hate any condiment like i don't know
1: yeah, I'm looking up condiments right now. Like, you like Tabasco sauce? I, I Tabasco sauce is not my favorite, but if I need a hot sauce, like Tabasco's there, baby. Like, I'll use it.
2: Um, horseradish, you like horseradish.
1: <sighs> not my favorite, but once again, like, it's definitely got its its place. You know what I mean? Um, tartar sauce. Oh, that's it. Yeah, I fucking hate tartar sauce.
3: Fucking tartar. hate tartar sauce. Isn't tartar sauce just horseradish? Am I crazy? Or is there a difference? I, have, I feel like there's definitely a difference. Let
2: me see. I thought that was just... Is horseradish and tartar sauce the same? Horseradish is, horseradish is ground horseradish root blended with a variety of items, sometimes cream. Tartar sauce is mayonnaise, uh, a suspension of oil and vinegar and sugar with salted capers and finely diced pickled cucumber added.
1: Yeah, no, tartar oh, yeah. sauce, garbage. I fucking hate That's tartar sauce. I like mayo a lot. I think mayo in sandwiches, undefeatable. I think mayo in a lot of things, undefeatable. Mayo is, people give mayo a bad rap when you use it right, banger. But I fucking hate tartar sauce.
2: Hate it. Um, just slash, it says, any first day of school slash college a funny or embarrassing moment?
1: Honestly, I'm so tense on those days that i don't you
2: make sure that you don't do yeah exactly
1: that i don't remember anything embarrassing and it's because i made sure i didn't do anything embarrassing on those days
2: uh first day for me um wasn't more so embarrassing but miss klein just put me in my fucking place um i was a senior and i was like cool kid i'm that i'm him bro um, you know, what up, teach? Like, that type of shit. Last year? So,
1: <laughs>
2: so I, like, yeah, I, like, walked in. And I and I walked in, and my girlfriend at the time was in this class, too. So, I was on my double bullshit. I oh, like, you're, you know.
1: I, I can see how gross so you were I was, right now. I was, on my
2: du- I was on my double bullshit. And you're so, like, ha, ah, what's ah, up, babe? <laughs> teach. So, like, um, I walk in, like, five minutes late to class oh and you thought you were the
1: coolest motherfucker coming in so i I
2: just walk in like to take my seat and she's like you need to go to like and this is like miss klein um who is like to this day like one of the best things that ever happened to me because she like brought me down to earth basically um so i like walk in and she's like you're late and i'm like oh my bad and like that was it and like i didn't get up to go get a thing or anything like that um, she didn't know my name. I didn't know hers so because this was the first day. And she goes, um, she's like going through the thing and she gets to my name. And instead of saying, um, Robert, are you here? She obviously already knows it's like I'm Robert. So she goes, Um, is my bad here? And I look and I'm and all, and all the kids are like, Oh my god, she's owning them. And I was like, uh, yeah. And she's like, Oh, my bad, you're right there. Okay and basically like for the first week of school called me my bad and um big shouts out to miss klein who i believe is married now and is not miss klein anymore um she that was uh algebra two trig and it was like one of the toughest classes i've ever had and and she really fucking lit a fire under my ass and was basically like, dude, no one's gonna give a fuck about who you are like when you go to college and stuff like that. Like they're only gonna give a fuck about your grades. Like, like, and you're smart. You just like to act cool before being smart because being smart's not cool. Um, and so she really kind of like brought me down to earth and like big, big shouts out to Miss Klein. I'll, I'll never forget the last day of school. So like that's how the first day of school started for us. My last day of senior year, you walk through like the gymnasium, and like all the teachers are kind of there, like in a row, kind of like saying goodbye to you, so you can say goodbye to all your teachers and stuff. And uh Miss Klein was there, and I I never forget. I just started just hysterically crying because I was just like very thankful for the time I had with her, and you know that she really like never gave up on me, and kind of you know turned me from like a stupid ass teenage kid to kind of matured me and kind of brought me down back to earth and really got me understanding that no one gives a fuck about who you are when you go to college, bro. Like they're only going to give a fuck about like the kind of like work and academics you do. Um, So big shouts out to Ms. Klein. But yeah, that was very embarrassing because everybody was laughing at me and I was a cool kid that never got laughed at. So yeah, that's the only kind of first day of school things that I can really, Oh, actually, I actually have another one. It was my freshman year of high school. And I was in power weights. And with power weights, you had to, and if you're a freshman going into power weights, you had to do summer lifting. Because then if you did summer lifting, the teachers didn't have to teach you how to do all the bench press lifts, the squat lifts, all that kind of stuff. So I get into power weights and I'm going to be a soccer player. I'm already like on varsity and stuff. So I have to be in this class because my soccer coach wants me to be in it. But I was lazy and didn't go to summer strength lifting. The basketball coach was the, uh, teacher that led power weights so he didn't give a fuck about who I was so I remember telling him like they're telling me to do all these lifts and stuff like that and I'm like dude I don't know these lifts he goes well did you go to summer strength camp and I was like no he goes okay well you need to be kicked out of the class then and this is like happening in front of everybody and I was like you're kicking me out and I, he's like yeah and I was like well I have to be in this like class because I'm on the soccer team he was like oh well I guess you're not going to be on the soccer team then. And then everyone started laughing. And then I got kicked from power weights first period to individual sports. Uh, so, for my, uh, so I went from power weights to individual sports, where I actually learned to really like pickleball. Um, so, yeah, those were some of the embarrassing moments because I thought I was way too cool for school and my teachers put me in my fucking place. Like teachers fucking should. So yeah, that'll do it for the uh, Q and A questions in the GG Over Easy podcast episode two hundred six or two hundred five two hundred six. Thank you guys all for listening and hanging out today. We will be back next week for some more shenanigans.
0: Thank you guys all for chilling and peace out. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find